Blog Talk Radio. subjects and spirituality, you know, I remember being reminded of an Abraham statement, the Abraham material, you know, Esther, Jerry Hicks, the law of attraction. Abraham once said that, and I agree, and I think other spiritual teachers have basically said the same thing, or non-physical entities that are spiritual teachers, that have said pretty much the same thing. You know, if you want to connect with the universe, and if you want to connect with everything you want, and to manifest you need to be in a high vibrational place, okay? How do you get there? Well, there's a certain emotions that get you into this high vibrational place. One is joy, kindness, and love, okay, being in love. So let's just frame that around being in love because that's what you want to do is be in love. Now, when you get that in vibrational place of being in love with another human, of course, or you could be your animals too, but let's just – frame this around humans only, and let's just kind of talk about relationships. Being in love and feeling love and having love is a way of keeping your vibration up. Now, in the show, I kind of, if you ever want to call in and talk about love, now I'm going to talk about relationships and why they're working and why they aren't working and what you can do to make them work and the benefits of making them work, which I'm just talking about, really. So, if you want to manifest anything in your life, be in love. Well, okay, I know that's extremely way of putting it. But being in love takes your vibration to the highest place. Now, if you're in a relationship and you say, I love this person, do you really have that emotional connection? Are, are your emotions that high? Are you able to maintain that relationship, maintain that love for a year, 10 years, 30 years, 40 years? If you get into that process of maintaining your relationship and maintaining that vibrational place of love with another human, now it could be children, could be grandchildren. Like I, I'm, I love my granddaughter. I mean, yeah, there's something special about my granddaughter that I, you know, I love my granddaughter. Now, if I can think of her, I can get into that vibrational place of being in love. But for today's show, we're going to talk about relationships and maintaining and Creating, I call this myself the love doctor. I don't know why that popped into my head. Maybe spirit wants to tell me something, you know. Focus on relationships. Focus on love. Focus on being love and maintaining love. So that's, that's what it's all about. Now, to some degree, it's about getting love, manifesting love, attracting love, attracting a relationship. Now, why should I be able to help you with this? Well, as a clinical hypnotherapist, I studied relationships. I've been in relationships. I've read a lot about relationships. And I've done workshops on relationships and love. So that's all technical. I'm not an MFT or a therapist in the full sense of the word. So you can say, well, what qualifies you to talk about love and relationships, right? What, what is it other than my practical experience and my study and my reading and talking to thousands of people as a psychic and letting my spirit guides talk to them about their relationships. And you learn a lot by talking to people. You learn a lot about relationships. 
and why they fail and why they don't fail and what's going on in a relationship, believe it or not. So, so, what, so I, I like to rely on my spirit guides, spirit teachers, those dead people that have an insight into your relationship and how to grow your relationships. Now, there are certain things that I think are really important in maintaining a relationship. And I'm going to get into a few of those. One is what I've learned, well, not the last couple of years, about the idea of love languages, how we want to be shown love. You know, our partner and I might have, partner and I, okay, our, the two different partners may have completely different love languages, but if you understand the love language of your partner, you can, you can connect with them more. So you can really show them that you love them and you will be appreciated more. Well, let's start off with the concept of attracting love. Okay? How do you get there? Well, first of all, get into the vibration of love. Now, as my spirit guides would say to you, and what they always say to you is, know what you want. Have an idea what you want. And allow the heart, the soul, to do the finding. Don't, don't make it a mental process. Don't make it an overly, overly analytical process of meeting somebody to having a connection in your life. Follow your heart. Follow that heart of now. Now, of course, you have to have that heart-mind connection. You may, I, so many times I've heard, well, it started off so great. We, we had this really amazing connection. And they're calling me after three months, six months, a year, two years. Something happened. Something happened. What happened? You know, what happened? We had this amazing connection. Well, let's, let's, let's go. There's a Helen Fisher, PhD, wrote about the connection between individuals and how relationships spark and how they grow. And it was a really interesting. It's a psychological study, well, actually a physiological study of the brain and what fires the brain. And what, what causes us to be in a relationship? So when somebody says to me, oh, we had this great chemistry at the start, and it was this great connection, and something happened. Well, relying on research, science, you find out that you have that chemical connection, that, that, that energy connection to start with, that vibrational connection. Two people together are pulled together vibrational, like the clapping, vibrational connection, right, right off the bat, right? But it's got to grow beyond that. It's got to grow, because that's the chemistry that pulls people in, pulls them in. It may not happen on the first date. It may happen after a few dates, you know, and, and so, but that chemistry pulls people in, that sexual attraction you know this goes back to the evolution of humanity that sexual attraction is so important you know even when you're older you know i i watched older people my age and older that you know wow isn't he good looking wow isn't he amazing you know they get these pictures of these younger men or you know so or the same way around older men going wow isn't she beautiful isn't she attractive so there's that chemistry that attraction but it's got to go somewhere. When two people meet and they have that attraction, I don't care what age they are, 18 or 85, they have that attraction. So where does it go from there? Well, according to the studies and the research, it moves into romance. Romance can be a trap. 
that's what my spirit guides say. Romance can be a trap because if you don't move beyond romance, the sexuality, the, the romance, the honeymoon stage of a relationship, if you don't move beyond that, the relationship will fail. Because it'll get old, it'll get tired, it'll wear itself out. The, the mist, the vibration of that romance will fade over time. So what's the next stage? Where are you at in your relationship? Are you into the romance part? It feels really good and you have a great relationship and it's sexually really good and very rewarding and you love each other's company. It's very romantic and it starts to fade. What do you do? Well, you have a transition you haven't transitioned into partner, and I call it best friend. You haven't transitioned to best friend, and that's the next step. Okay, next friend, best friend. And once you become best friends, now that, that, that's contingency on a few things, right? When you're in that romance thing, you should be experimenting, trying different things, doing different places, enjoying each other's activities, sharing activities, sharing values, Right? That's what you should be doing next. In that initial romance stage is that idea of you get to bond over interests and values and all that sort of thing, right? So when you get to the best friend part, then you've created a partner. The romance can continue and the love can continue. I have a caller. Well, you know, the show is about the love doctor, not so much what's going to happen in the future. I'm talking about what's happening right now. In your relationship what's happening and how do you get there you know it's not about when will it happen it's about how it will happen I just emphasize that because that's really important to me in discussing this with people and if you haven't listened to the first part of the show I tell you a little bit about why I do this and what I find so interesting about this well it's because relationships are the, one of the most important thing you know relationships it's it's getting into that place of love where you can actually start manifesting everything in your life because you're in a high vibrational place, but you have to maintain it. So in a minute, we'll talk about the pitfalls. Okay, even as best friends, even if you get to that partnership stage, there's a certain pitfalls that can happen in that relationship. My screen goes black all the time. Oh, that screen face saver thing, you know, it drives you crazy sometimes. I got a caller. Before I jump into pitfalls, why relationships fall apart, and why they don't work after a while. Now, there's some of the obvious stuff like money, 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 or one person being a user, one person into the relationship for the wrong things. And that's all about values, isn't it? Your value systems are different. Why you're in a relationship, you know, maturity, spirituality, all those things come into play to maintain a relationship. And if you have those disconnects, those value disconnects. Let's say you don't value work. <laughs> okay, that's a downfall, right? You have all this beautiful romantic chemistry and you're doing this and you're doing that, but one person is not financially responsible. They don't like to work. Or they underachieve, completely underachieve, and they depend on their partner. Well, that'll sabotage your relationship. Money sabotages relationships because you don't share the very same value system as to money in a relationship, right? That'll, that'll, that, you know, and, and talking to thousands of people and, 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 and as a psychic and a psychic medium, I have found that to be very true. 
I'm just tired of carrying him. It's usually him. You know, it's really funny. It's usually a woman is gets so tired of carrying a man in a relationship. He just doesn't do it. He just doesn't get out there. He just doesn't seem to be interested in being supportive. A deadbeat, right? Deadbeat dads or deadbeat relationships. So let me take a call. We'll jump into more of the pitfalls of a relationship. I want to get into the love languages a little bit. How you communicate to your partner is really important for them to know that you love them. So we'll go through some examples from Dr. Gary Chapman, who wrote the book on love languages, the five love languages, and at a blog that he put out about examples of how to show each one of those to your partner. Because sometimes you need to see how you do it, get examples of how to show each one of those love languages. Okay, so I'll take a call, and we'll jump back into the pitfalls of maintaining a relationship. Okay, 216 area code. Hello? Hello? Hello, hi, this this is George, and whom am I speaking to? My name is Sharon. You can just give me any message that you have for me. doesn't matter what, it, any message that you get. On love? That's what we're talking about is love. Um, yeah, it can be on love. So what's the status? Single. Okay, well, the show is all about how to attract, right? How to attract love. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it's not, I'm not okay. going to give you a message about when you're going to. This is not about a when thing. I don't do when's That's on okay. the show. I do about how. And do you know what you want? Do you have a checklist? Yeah. And here's the, here, this, I thought about this before I started the show. And it might apply, it might not apply. But it's we attract people similar to ourselves. Physically, emotionally, and otherwise. So if you want a certain type of man, and I'm assuming you want a man, I'm I'm making that assumption, that you have to dress for the kind of man. You have to present yourself to the kind of man you want. Does that make sense? Sure does. If you want a man who's very masculine, who has a very masculine presence, you have to present yourself as very feminine. Okay. The opposites in that really do attract. So it depends on the kind of man you want is how you present yourself. Now, it should be natural. It shouldn't be made up because you, you can get out there and dress a certain way and act a certain way. And then after the relationship stops, you flip back into who you really are. And you're going, that's not the person I met. Right? Correct. Men, men do that you all the time. Messages? From who? Anybody like from the other side? Okay. I'll just take a minute on that because I want to jump back into the pitfalls of relationships. Father's side of the family, female energy, back a couple generations, not a great grandmother, but off to the side. So it would be like a great aunt or something like that. She's, her comment to you is, let me, let me see if I get this correct. You are in a position right now to attract exactly what you want. All you have to do is be a little bit more patient and be positive about it because the universe, us, spirit, your family, your ancestors are locating and dropping into your future a beautiful person that you will appreciate. I'm not going to give you time frames, but it's not years away. So don't worry about years away. What they're saying to you is that they're going to drop somebody in the near future 
Just be ready for it into your life. That's what she's saying to you, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Be well. Dress for dress for dress for relationship success is what I okay. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> now I've experienced that. I'm single and I've been divorced for a number of years and I go out on dates and you know and I kind of know the kind of woman I want and I see pictures and online dating and all these other things and the problem is sometimes when I meet somebody it's not who I thought they would be because. It's, it's, it, they don't live up to my preferences. Now, I don't think I, preferences are perfectly fine. You can have preferences. And let's say I exercise every day. I walk two or three miles a day. I lift weights. I did the gym when the gym was available. Right now, I can't go to the gym, right? And so I, my preferences have somebody who can keep up. I'm a vegan, okay? So I'm hoping to find somebody who's very healthy, has a healthy living habit. Doesn't have to be exactly the diet I have, but you know, you know what I mean. So, know your preferences and and stick to it because you're not going to be happy. Don't settle for somebody that doesn't follow your preferences. Does that make sense? Somebody now, oh, some people will say, well, it's the soul and it connects to another soul. But you know, if you put it out to the universe or God, this is the kind of person I want. I got my checklist: physically fit, right? exercises all the time, right? Who eats healthy. Now, I won't say vegan, but, you know, eats healthy and is spiritual. That's kind of simple. And then we have some common interests, things that we can enjoy together, right? That's important. So let's move on to the pitfalls because I'm running out of time here. And we're going to have to do more of these because this is fun. The love doctor. I love that. The love doctor. Somebody wanted a message. Okay. So anybody else wants a, a question about a relationship? So in the five love languages, we're going to go through these. These are from Dr. Gary Chapman and from readers of his articles in his books who wrote in, expressed certain things. So first one is words of affirmation. Now, that's, one of, that's mine, and, and I always feel confused about how do you define it. How do you explain words of affirmation? But let me read this from a lady named Carol. My husband has to go to work very early in the morning. So he, so, so he goes to bed several hours before I do. So every night I write him a love note. He reads it first thing in the morning, then leaves one for me for when I awake. We have been married 53 years. We write notes in their little booklets. So someday one of us, will have great memories to read. Now, it's really, so words of affirmation, encouraging words, I love you, I care about you, I believe in you, you're amazing to me, I'm so glad I met you, I'm so glad you're in my life, we share so much, I believe in what you're doing in life. Those are words of affirmation. So for me, that's really important. For some people, nah, not so much, you know, but you have to figure out what your partner, that's what their thing is, right? You have to go through the test. Okay, acts of service, number two. It's from a lady named Kim. I'm sure, yeah, it's a Kim. I'm sure it's a lady. If you travel a lot and have a loved one at home whose love language is acts of service, consider giving, gifting state-of-the-art appliances, spa days, hair appointments, um, 
or hiring a housekeeper. Anything that makes cooking, cleaning, and outright living easier during their travels. I like that. During their travels. Acts of service, doing something. Now, if you can't do it personally, you can't vacuum the house for your wife and she's been really busy and kind of frazzled and she's got all these kids and, you know, the house needs to be cleaned. You either hire somebody or you do it yourself. That's, that's acts of service. Now, you can hire somebody. Make your life easier. Make his life easier. You know he's having problems with the car. You find the cheapest mechanic or really good mechanic for him through friends. You, take, you help him with that in that regard. That's acts of service. Now, to some people, that's really, really important, doing little things for the other person. I have another caller. We're talking about love. We're talking about what's going on in your relationship. Gifts. Now, this one I like, Jennifer wrote. We are apart for a quarantine. So for the ritual date nights, my partner and I have taken to playing Uber Relax, where we send each other surprise meal and Uber meats. Isn't that kind of sweet? You think about it, gifts, little gifts. Buying a meal for your partner, now, that kind of flips a little bit into acts of service, but this is a gift, buying something for your partner. When I was married, I knew my, my wife liked to read books, Stephen King, those kind of authors, and, and she would talk about a new book coming out. I, out in my journeys, I'd go to a bookstore, Barnes & Noble, or whatever it was back then, you know. We don't do that anymore. Now you order them online, right? But I would buy her a book. I knew she would appreciate because she was looking forward to reading something. That's, that's gifts. That's not expensive. It's not a diamond. But it's something they appreciate. It's a gift that they appreciate. You ever? I remember Christmas when I was in a relationship um, I always try to find gifts that seem to be appropriate and important important for that person. You ever get a Christmas gift that you go, do they really know me? You know, do they really know me? So that's important in the gift giving for holidays, birthdays, anniversary gifts. Really know your partner and give them a gift. Okay, I'm going to take a call real quick, and then we'll jump into the other quality time and physical touch, and then we'll do more of these. This is fun. This is fun. This is fun stuff. Probably won't get into one of my other important aspects of keeping a relationship strong, but we'll see what happens. Hello. Hi. Hello, George. Thank you for taking my call. My name is Mandy. Hi, Mandy. Um, How's Mandy doing today? I just a couple of minutes. Uh, I just want to finish this article in a minute, but go ahead. What's going? What's going on with Mandy? Thank you. Thank you. Um, things are fine. This is a love question about my daughter. I'm hoping. Uh, spirits, ancestors, whoever can shed some light on when she'll uh, settle into a meaningful, committed relationship. She's been very friendly with this one guy, but I don't know if, if it's going to go anywhere or or if there's someone else. Okay, well, the show really wasn't about when, it's about how, but I'll give okay. you kind of a combination of both that I hear for you from my spirit guides. They're basically saying mm-hmm. to her, to you, how she does that is know what she wants. Know what she really wants. Does she know what she mm-hmm. wants in a relation, a person? What's important to her I in think, a person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Then she'll, mm-hmm. then she'll manifest it. Relative. But here's the key ingredient, I think, for her and other people. Is she out there? You know, yeah. I always mm-hmm. joke with people that call in and go, oh, well, I don't seem to be meeting somebody. And I go, well, do you want to date the postman? 
If you don't get out and if you don't do things, <laughs> She's that's out. who you're going to be. The, the Amazon, <laughs> Amazon Prime driver, is that your, what you're interested in? Or the UPS guy? Or the well, guy at the market? The checker out. at the market? She was, but, I get it. She was getting out before the quarantine. Yeah. Well, so. I think the quarantine has put a lot of love on pause. But yeah, yeah. now you can go online and there are some excellent dating sites that she can meet somebody. Not all are fake and phonies. Mm-hmm. There, there's an opportunity for online relationships if she's willing to go she, there. She's not willing to go online. She wants. She doesn't want that. Well, then she has to find places. The other aspect of it is find activities she really loves to do that single mm-hmm. people would do in her age age appropriate group that she would love to do. And and once she's already doing that, yeah, yeah, well, she's doing she's, that. So. She'll meet somebody then, no problem. Shouldn't be a problem at all. If she's out there doing things that she loves to do and meeting somebody who shares the same interests and uh, values. Still, it's not, it hasn't happened, though, despite yeah, well, doing all be, of that. I know, but she's not 80 years old. <laughs> Give her but some she's time. not getting younger either. Oh, she'll, she'll <laughs> all do right. it. You know, no, here's another, here's right. another thought. That, that This happened with my daughter, and they remind me of this. She had been looking for a man and been dating different men, and she gave up. She said, okay, whatever happens. I don't care. I'm going to go about my activities. And then she met her husband. So sometimes you just have to give up the resist, give up the energy, give up the struggle, that struggle part. Oh, I'm never meeting anybody. I'm never meeting anybody. Just let it go. Go enjoy your life. Have some fun. Just go have some fun. Don't worry about men. Don't worry about a relationship. Just go have some fun. Enjoy life and let the universe fill that void when you're not putting pressure on it. Does that make sense? That's probably yeah. one of the best advice I can give to people is just don't worry about it. Just let it go. Be the best person. Get out there. Do things that you love to do and let the universe fill that void without you putting a lot of energy into it and frustration into it, anxiety into it. Just let all that go. Think about that. Okay. okay? Tell her, let her think Thank about you. that for a Bye. while. Be well. Be well. Bye. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I didn't want to go there, but that's kind of Let's get into the other one. Okay. I've got two more, and i got three minutes and 30 seconds. Quality time. I recently went back to work. This is from a gentleman named Steve. This is from the writings, the people who wrote into Dr. Gary Chapman, who wrote the Five Love Language book. I recently went back to work. Quality times. After retiring, which has been cutting into our time together, we both grew up going to drive-in movies. So tonight, I planned takeout from our favorite Italian place, packed ice, packed drinks on ice, drove us into a parking lot of a local park, streamed one of our favorite shows through our phone on the dashboard. It was fond remembrance of a life experience renewed by new challenges. I love that quality time, doing something that you both love to do, there's no sex involved in one day. I don't know if they're in the car in the park. That would be a little weird, huh? Sex in the park. Okay, we're going to leave that one alone. But you know what I mean? It's, it's like arranging quality time to do things that bring pleasant memories back or create new memories. Because you want to create new memories, things to fr- reflect back on. Quality time. Maybe it's a walk in the park. Quality time and a long conversation, right? Maybe it's going to your favorite restaurant again. And just reminiscing and enjoying a meal together and sparing some, sharing some quality time together, right? Okay, quality time. The last one. And physical touch. Ooh, I don't even want to 
Mara Leach, I guess that's the name. My, my partner's primary love language is physical touch, while mine is quality time. So to fill both our love tanks, we have spa night at home and with candles, music, and a back and foot massage for each of us. We get quality time together, and he gets physical touch. We both win. Because you're not doing something that's sexual in the full sense, but it's quality time. It's physical touch. I love physical touch. That's my second one on my list is physical touch. Now, everybody's a little different, but quality time, spending time together, doing things together, quality time, and also a little physical touch. Now, sex could fall into that. A romantic evening together would fall into that same category when there's a little bit of physical touch involved in it, Right. So we'll do more of these. This is fun. I like this stuff. The the love doctor is in. I like that. I like that category. So I will be back on, wait a minute, today's Sunday. I usually would do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but I skipped the Friday and whatever. And so I did a Sunday. So I'll be back tomorrow. We'll do another one. Got a few seconds left. So if if you're interested in knowing more about this, contact me. If you have a relationship issue that you want my spirit guides or your ancestors to comment on to help you to get through it, move to the next stage in your relationship, that's really important, moving to the next stage, getting out of the romance into partnership and friendship. That's so important. So important. Because once you got a partner, it can be lifelong. can be. As long as you maintain the love, the vibration together. So I love you guys. It's been fun. I love doing this. And I will be back. Hopefully tomorrow we'll talk a little bit more about love, the love relationships. Thank you.